0: Part One of Chapter Eight of Book One of The Wealth of Nations. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Stephen Escalera. The Wealth of Nations by Adam Smith. Part One of Chapter Eight of Book One. Of The Wages of Labour. The produce of labour constitutes the natural recompense or wages of labour. In that original state of things which precedes both the appropriation of land and the accumulation of stock, the whole produce of labor belongs to the laborer. He has neither landlord nor master to share with him. Had this state continued, the wages of labor would have augmented with all those improvements in its productive powers, to which the division of labor gives occasion. All things would gradually have become cheaper. They would have been produced by a smaller quantity of labor. And, as the commodities produced by equal quantities of labour would naturally, in this state of things, be exchanged for one another, they would have been purchased likewise with the produce of a smaller quantity. But though all things would have become cheaper in reality, in appearance many things might have become dearer than before, or have been exchanged for a greater quantity of other goods. Let us suppose, for example, that in the greater part of employments the productive powers of labor had been improved to tenfold, or that a day's labor could produce ten times the quantity of work which it had done originally, but that in a particular employment they had been improved only to double, or that a day's labor could produce only twice the quantity of work which it had done before exchanging the produce of a day's labor and the greater part of employments for that of a day's labor in this particular one, ten times the original quantity of work in them would purchase only twice the original quantity in it. Any particular quantity in it, therefore, a pound weight, for example, would appear to be five times nearer than before. In reality, however, it would be twice as cheap. Though it required five times the quantity of other goods to purchase it, it would require only half the quantity of labor either to purchase or to produce it. The acquisition, therefore, would be twice as easy as before. But this original state of things, in which the laborer enjoyed the whole produce of his own labor, could not last beyond the first introduction of the appropriation of land and the accumulation of stock. It was at an end, therefore, long before the most considerable improvements were made in the productive powers of labor, and it would be to no purpose to trace further what might have been its effects upon the recompense or wages of labor. As soon as land becomes private property, the landlord demands a share of almost all the produce which the laborer can either raise or collect from it. His rent. May-
1: hey, E
2: Mark, DJ
3: Kid, this is a hit for show. Sure. Oh, Right. Yeah.
4: Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius, Book Two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jennifer Painter. Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius, Book Two, by Niccolo Machiavelli. Translated by Ninian Hill Thompson. Chapter 8, Why Certain Nations Leave Their Ancestral Seats and Overflow the Countries of Others. Having spoken above of the methods followed by the Romans in making war, and related how the Etruscans were attacked by the Gauls, it seems to me not foreign to these topics to explain that of wars there are two kinds. One kind of war has its origin in the ambition of princes or republics who seek to extend their dominions. Such were the wars waged by Alexander the Great and by the Romans, and such are those which we see every day carried on by one potentate against another. Wars of this sort have their dangers, but do not utterly extirpate the inhabitants of a country. What the conqueror seeks being merely the submission of the conquered people, who, generally speaking, he suffers to retain their laws and always their houses and goods. The other species of war is when an entire people, with all the families of which it is made up, being driven out by famine or defeat, removes from its former seat and goes in search of a new abode and a new country. Not simply with the view to establish dominion over, but to possess it as its own, and to expel or exterminate the former inhabitants. Of this most terrible and cruel species of warfare, Sallust speaks of the end of his history of the war with Jugurtha, where, in mentioning that after the defeat of Jugurtha, the movement of the Gauls into Italy began to be noticed, he observes that, in the wars of the Romans with other nations, the struggle was for mastery but that always in their wars with the gauls the struggle on both sides was for life for a prince or commonwealth when attacking another state will be content to rid themselves
5: yeah. ninjas on my sea your automated text reply we don't stop them other guys market uh, check increasing gotta get it up to 25 increasing my engagement uh, rate right on 25 like 20 times c uh, uh, smoothly always gonna shine bash uh, ninjas uh, in the zone uh, off the throne. breaking microphones on the grind all the time running through the vim and g edit lines uh electro play the solution from pennies and the adimes as a matter of fact new drop shocker extract w space tack tack l after cat that's how you count the lines the right? the rhymes Got the rhyme, got the rhyme. I'm up, got the got the rhyme. bro. I'm uh grab the rhymes, yo. Ice white, leaving haters blind,
2: Fresh with t-shirt designs, overwind, to those times when we had to make a hater resign, setting stones, color line, but pen test, take, way more time, curve, duck the tape, what I line. Oh no, bro, no dough, so you're gonna get declined, run it up like riser and divine. Stay up in your place, before you get a sign, going, glowing. Blowing off a whim. Bash, ninja, wax, transfer, all on my tips. Checking haters with weak chins. I be news right out of Berlin. You're track with the best life once again. Pimp computers, pimping pins, zero sum game. How can you win? Keeping leashes in the dog bit. What? My bash code always done nuts. Feel You me good cause you do not know rep, where to begin It rep, can be on rep, your bench, gotta oh, be in it. it blow from a DSLR lens what? You can mean mugs, move me, gonna oh, grill even icy oh so froze Yeah, they chose sex yeah, way yeah, back then But yeah, yeah, still is yeah, my bench But yeah. I guess it depends, hold up
3: What? Gotta let that seat bend. Hold uh, uh, yeah. the sun, trade it, bold, risk itself on the weekends. Do um, not approach the night. Every um, rhyme that I finish, they be
5: like,
3: um, Can um, you do it one more game? One more game. Um, yeah. Rap like glue on the car side. One double pull of in the rock, yeah.
5: Oh, front of Bend Hill and the grind don't stop. No. Came from John Thomas, selling no stocks. Running through code lines like I'm thought the spot. Just bought an automatic movement for the time clock. Oh. Swamming via bones, no silicone what? Reheating all the polymer plots First batch yeah. of clay got botched yeah. Just made a tincture to capture Aroma of the apricot yeah. 52 crossbone, hot eye box Leaper uh. haters, molly uh. walk, grinders uh. In this box, the planter gotta whip uh. up the props At the bleed. Uh. that's where it be Put uh. up and I settle shop Rather handle yeah. it on my own uh. I don't ever gotta ever talk to cops uh. Make your stomach drop Mad at me cause your company uh. blocked came a long way from my block. Yeah, yeah. But you must be stupid or just confused if you ever think I must cease or stop. So Still my E4 o'clock. Uh. Clear, clear. They put let us in, so we had to pick Got a idea. lock. Ah, ha, ha. GPU, humming, stunning, running, virtual wood commas, haters don't want no problems. Oh, huh. huh. LA shopping, but we ran the plug. Yeah. You can't kill my buzz, doing stop
2: what it does.
6: Chapter 2 of The Art of Money Getting. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jill Preston. The Art of Money Getting by P.T. Barnum. Chapter 2 Select the right location. After securing the right vocation, you must be careful to select the proper location. You may have been cut out for a hotel keeper and they say it requires a genius to know how to keep a hotel. You might conduct a hotel like Clockwork and provide satisfactorily for 500 guests every day. Yet, if you should locate your house in a small village, where there is no railroad communication or public travel, the location would be your ruin. It is equally important that you do not commence business where there are already enough to meet all demands in the same occupation. I remember a case which illustrates this subject. When I was in London in 1858, I was passing down Holborn with an English friend and came to the penny shows. They had immense cartoons outside, portraying the wonderful curiosities to be seen, all for a penny. Being a little in the show line myself, I said, let us go in here. We soon found ourselves in the presence of the illustrious showman, and he proved to be the sharpest man in that line I had ever met. He told us some extraordinary stories in reference to his bearded ladies, his albinos, and his armadillos. Which we could hardly believe, but thought it better to believe it than look after the proof. He finally begged to call our attention to some wax statuary and showed us a lot of the dirtiest and filthiest wax figures imaginable. They looked as if they had not seen water since the deluge. What is there so wonderful about your statuary? I asked. I beg you not to speak so satirically. He replied, Sir, these are not Madame Tussaud's wax figures, all covered with glit and tinsel, and imitation diamonds, and copied from engravings and photographs. Mine, sir. Introduction to the Art of Money-Getting This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit... LibriVox.org Recording by Jill Preston The Art of Money Getting by P.T. Barnum Introduction In the United States, where we have more land than people, it is not at all difficult for persons in good health to make money. In this comparatively new field, there are so many avenues of success open, So many vocations, which are not crowded, that any person of either sex who is willing, at least for the time being, to engage in any respectable occupation that offers, may find lucrative employment. Those who really desire to attain an independence have only to set their minds upon it and adopt the proper means as they do in regard to any other object which they wish to accomplish and the thing is easily done. But, however easy it may be found to make money, I have no doubt many of my hearers will agree it is the most difficult thing in the world to keep it. The road to wealth is, as Dr. Franklin truly says, as plain as the road to the mill. It consists simply in expending less than we earn. That seems to be a very simple problem. Mr. Micaber, One of those happy creations of the genial Dickens puts the case in a strong light when he says that to have annual income of 20 pounds per annum and spend 20 pounds and sixpence is to be the most miserable of men, whereas to have an income of only 20 pounds and spend but 19 pounds and sixpence is to be the happiest of mortals. Many of my readers may say, we understand this, this is economy, and we know economy is wealth. We know we can't eat our cake and keep it also. Yet I beg to say that perhaps more cases of failure arise from mistakes on this point than almost any other. The fact is, many people think they understand economy when they really do not. True economy is misapprehended, and people go through life without properly comprehending what that principle is.
3: Oh. Okay, well, he a fool. Since my stock increased, price
2: over, funds from operations. All the ops been Uh, hatin'. All the uh, ops been uh, hatin'. Since uh, my uh, stock increased price over, funds from operations. Uh, All uh, the ops Uh, been uh, uh, been hatin'. code in pockets, it's swollen, is that a grudge that you hold in coconut, or I just whipped up, dog. yeah, it's so
1: potent, reduced all the confidence caused by the smoking, uber select, no more bus tokens, brother polite got me watching,
2: I'm woken, most of these buses is broken, never been soft spoken, I'm super throat, yeah, you know that I know it, your partner the loudest, that means he's the brokest. I'm far from anywhere that some dopest people shot when I say I want more kids, smoothly man, oh so focused, Uber driver, just pull up, don't, this data load is too much for this haters though stock increase, and you know it, woah Since my stock increase price over funds from operations, all of I've been hating, all of I've been hatin', my stock decreased price over funds from operations,
7: Chapter thirteen of the Science of Being Great by Wallace D. Wattles. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Thought. Greatness is only attained by the constant thinking of great thoughts. No man can become great in outward personality until he is great internally, and no man can be great internally until he thinks. No amount of education, reading, or study can make you great without thought. But thought can make you great with every little study. There are altogether too many people who are trying to make something of themselves by reading books without thinking. All such will fail. You are not mentally developed by what you read but by what you think about what you read. Thinking is the hardest and most exhausting of all labor and hence many people shrink from it. God has so formed us that we are continuously impelled to thought We must either think or engage in some activity to escape thought. The headlong continuous chase for pleasure in which most people spend all their leisure time is only an effort to escape thought. If they are alone, or if they have nothing amusing to take their attention, as a novel to read or a show to see, they must think. And to escape from thinking, they resort to novels, shows, and all the endless devices of the purveyors of amusement. Most people spend the greater part of their leisure time running away from thought, hence they are what they are. We never move forward until we begin to think. Read less and think more. Read about great things and think about great questions and issues. We have at the present time few really great figures in the political life of our country. Our politicians are a lot. There is no Lincoln, no Webster, no Clay, no Calhoun, no Jackson. Why? Because our present statesmen deal only with sordid and petty issues, questions of dollars and cents, of expediency and party success, of material prosperity without regard to ethical right. Thinking along these lines does not call forth great souls. The statesmen of Lincoln's time and previous times dealt with questions of eternal truth, of human rights and justice. Man thought upon great themes. They thought great thoughts and they became great men. Thinking, not mere knowledge or information, makes personality. Thinking is growth. You cannot think without growing. Every thought engenders.
6: Chapter 3 of the Art of Money Getting. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit livervox.org Recording by Jill Preston The Art of Money Getting by P.T. Barnum Chapter 3 Avoid Debt Young men starting in life should avoid running into debt. There is scarcely anything that drags a person down like debt. It is a slavish position to get in, Yet we find many a young man, hardly out of his teens, running in debt. He meets a chum and says, Look at this! I have got trusted for a new suit of clothes. He seems to look upon the clothes as so much given to him. Well, it frequently is so, but if he succeeds in paying and then gets trusted again, he is adopting a habit which will keep him in poverty through life. Debt robs a man of his self-respect and makes him almost despise himself, grunting and groaning and working for what he has eaten up or worn out, and now, when he is called upon to pay up, he has nothing to show for his money. This is properly termed, working for a dead horse. I do not speak of merchants buying and selling on credit, or of those who buy on credit in order to turn the purchase to a profit. The old Quaker said to his farmer's son, John, never get trusted, but if thee gets trusted for anything, let it be for manure, because that will help thee pay it back again. Mr. Beecher advised young men to get in debt, if they could to a small amount in the purchase of land in the country districts. If a young man, he says, will only get in debt for some land and then get married, these two things will keep him straight, or nothing will. This may be safe to a limited extent, but getting in debt for what you eat and drink and wear is to be avoided. Some families have a foolish habit of getting credit at the stores and thus frequently purchase many things which might have been dispensed with. It is all very well to say, I have got trusted for 60 days, and if I don't have the money, the creditor will think nothing about it.
7: Chapter 16 of The Science of Being Great By Wallace D. Wattles This LibriVox recording is in the public domain Some further explanations We go back here to the matter of the point of view, for, besides being vitally important, it is the one that is likely to give the student the most trouble. We have been trained, partly by mistaken religious teachers, to look upon the world as being like a wrecked ship, storm-driven upon a rocky coast. Utter destruction is inevitable at the end. And the most that can be done is to rescue, perhaps, a few of the crew. This view teaches us to consider the world as essentially bad and growing worse, and to believe that existing discord and inharmoniousness must continue and intensify until the end. It robs us of hope for society, government and humanity, and gives us a decreasing outlook and contracting mind. This is all wrong. The world is not wrecked. It is like a magnificent steamer with the engines in place and the machinery in perfect order. The bunkers are full of coal, and the ship is amply provisioned for the crews. There is no lack of any good thing. Every provision omniscience could devise has been made for the safety, comfort and happiness of the crew. The steamer is out on the high seas, tacking hither and thither, because no one has yet learned the right course to steer. We are learning to steer and in due time will come grandly into the harbor of perfect harmony. The world is good and growing better. Existing discords and inharmoniousness are but the pitching of the ship incidental to our own imperfect steering. They will all be removed in due time. This view gives us an increasing outlook and an expanding mind. It enables us to think largely of society and of ourselves, and to do things in a great way. Furthermore, We see that nothing can be wrong with such a world or with any part of it, including our own affairs. If it is all moving on toward completion, then it is not going wrong. And as our own personal affairs are a part of the whole, they are not going wrong. You and all that you are concerned with are moving on toward completeness. Nothing can check this forward movement but yourself. And you can only check it by assuming a mental attitude that is at cross purposes with the mind of God. You have nothing to keep right but yourself. If you keep yourself right, nothing can possibly go wrong with you, and you can have nothing to fear. Never- yo,
2: yo, pay that's go on the rise. Let me consult for a fee every time you see the loco, it's on the billboard. Notice me now. Look at you, how you say I'm doing wrong. not bleed, making moving songs, doing what I gotta do. Oh, Oh, yo, just cause I wouldn't work with you, you might have a little attitude, could care less if you think I'm rude, haters can't walk up in my shoes, you salty dog, stop dropping clues, I've been a man, how you let someone else story mess up your plan, smoothly, been the man, who is him, on them, grabbing automated business
3: plans, off the top, being ready, dropping fouls, split tack L. If you need advice from me, then it's time to pay the fee, if you need advice from me, then it's time to pay the fee, it's time to pay the fee. Time to, time to pay the fee. Time to pay the fee. Time to pay the fee. It's just time to pay the fee. Yeah. Time to pay the fee. Hey, hey. Time to pay the fee. Hey, hey. Time to pay the fee. Hey, hey. Time to pay the fee. Hey. Time to pay the fee. It's
8: just time to pay the fee. It's just time to pay the fee. Time to pay the fee this is a LibriVox recording all LibriVox recordings are in the public domain for more information and to find out how you can volunteer please visit LibriVox.org recording by Moira Fogarty the art of war by Sun Tzu translated by Lionel Giles part 12 the attack by fire Sun Tzu said there are five ways of attacking with fire The first is to burn soldiers in their camp. The second is to burn stores. The third is to burn baggage trains. The fourth is to burn arsenals and magazines. The fifth is to hurl dropping fire amongst the enemy. In order to carry out an attack, we must have means available. The material for raising fire should always be kept in readiness. There is a proper season for making attacks with fire and special days for starting a conflagration. The proper season is when the weather is very dry. The special days are those when the moon is in the constellations of the sieve, the wall, the wing, or the crossbar. For these four are all days of rising wind. In attacking with fire, one should be prepared to meet five possible developments. 1. When fire breaks out inside the enemy's camp, respond at once with an attack from without. 2. If there is an outbreak of fire, but the enemy's soldiers remain quiet, bide your time and do not attack. 3. When the force of the flames has reached its height, follow it up with an attack, if that is practicable. If not, stay where you are. 4. If it is possible to make an assault with fire from without, do not wait for it to break out within, but deliver your attack at a favorable 5. When you start a fire, be to windward of it. Do not attack from the leeward. A wind that rises in the daytime lasts long, but a night breeze soon falls. In every army, the five developments connected with fire must be known, the movements of the stars calculated, and a watch kept for the proper days. Hence, those who use fire as an aid to the attack show intelligence, those who use water as an aid to hit the attack gain an accession of strength. By means of water, an enemy may be intercepted, but not robbed of all his belongings.
9: Part 1, Chapter 5 of the Kama Sutra. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain and is read by Mark Smith of Simpsonville, South Carolina. The Kama Sutra of Vaitsyayana by Vaitsyayana. Part 1, Chapter 5 about the kinds of women resorted to by the citizens and of friends and messengers when kama is practised by men of the four castes according to the rules of the holy writ that is by lawful marriage with virgins of their own caste it then becomes a means of acquiring lawful progeny and good fame and it is not also opposed to the customs of the world on the contrary the practice of kama with women of the higher castes with those previously enjoyed by others even though they be of the same caste is prohibited but the practice of kama with women of the lower castes with women excommunicated from their own caste with public women and with women twice married is neither enjoined nor prohibited the object of practicing kama with such women is pleasure only footnote this term does not apply to a widow but to a woman who had probably left her husband and is living with some other person as a married woman, marie tellement, as they say in France. And a footnote. Naikas, therefore, are of three kinds, that is, maids, women twice married, and public women. Footnote. Any woman fit to be enjoyed without sin, the object of the enjoyment of women is twofold, that is, pleasure and progeny. Any woman who can be enjoyed without sin for the purposes of accomplishing either the one or the other of these two objects is a naika. The fourth kind of naika, which Vecchia admits further on, is neither enjoyed for pleasure or for progeny, but merely for accomplishing some special purpose in hand. The word naika is retained as a technical term throughout. End of footnote. Gona Kaputra has expressed an opinion that there is a fourth kind of naika, that is, a woman who is resorted to on some special occasion even though she be previously married to another. These special occasions are when a man thinks thus. a. This woman is self-willed, and has been previously enjoyed by many others besides Demi Yum
2: as I'm hitting, washing no butter rim. Will fix, pump additive is on my Tim's coconut oil strain with the chef, I'm the a chance of the stems. Hit the corner, might bend the rim. Oh man, vehicles is what I can't stand. Rather be driven or at least a sprinter van. Executed plans, and I'm never popping dance. Might melt down this can to play white gold via brush plates. Haters don't understand. Not in the slightest sort faint
5: paint. Wait, no need to even continue. Cool. Deal on these with the Linux and oh. I be in it always to win it. My encounter okay. split it, then Vimic cloud processors with few limits. Delivery dropped at the door, okay. but the robot blow might go. Who is it? Torn yeah. fabric still might rip it. CPU crypto Ooh. with the computer pimping. Never slip it, pay attention. You didn't listen because there's nothing I forgot to mention. Oh, okay, okay. Check okay.
3: the M2 money supply. Check 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 the M2 money supply. Okay. What's the standard deviation from the card report? What's the standard deviation from the card report? What's the standard deviation from the card report? Get the standard deviation from the card report. 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 Get the standard deviation. Get the standard deviation Get the standard deviation Gotta stay up in cash
2: Forex tripping Gotta stay up in cash I got the Forex yeah. tripping Gotta stay up in cash The car oh. reported in the big this Point is on my screen okay. Why he making stuff about? I don't know Maybe it's Maybelline I wouldn't trade my team But I dismantle yours Smoothly so fly dog I'm a sore Vertical oh. farm Grants From the counties That's poor Oh I gotta get more oh, yeah. Be Send them door to door Shoot 100 yeah. times Cause I'm down to score So I stay up in the game So I'm just gonna shoot some more I cannot go away Even though it's not A really smart time to trade Once I get the Credit line uh, going in uh, the previous Feeling uh, that I mentioned uh, uh, must be waived uh, uh, And you don't even really know how to participate what? You just be out on the sidelines uh, and acting uh, lame yeah. I stack and game, break the flow Keeping black and green on the pin and up three hours yeah, before yeah. The bell. Time and payments for the paydex Never been up what? in a sale I'm sipping on Propel that I design all myself
3: I see the stuff that I made And it's growing on the play market shelf I'm for standard deviation from the of report? Yeah. What's the standard deviation from the cop report? Yeah. What's the standard deviation from the cop report? Yeah. Get the standard deviation from the cop report. Get the standard deviation from the card report. Get the standard deviation from the cop report. Get the standard deviation from the card report. Get the standard deviation from the card report. Get the standard deviation. Get the standard deviation. What? Get the standard deviation. Get the standard deviation. Get the cop report, dog. Yeah. What's the change of position? What's the change of position? Baby going off, man.
8: is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Moira Fogarty. The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Translated by Lionel Giles. Part 7. Maneuvering. Sun Tzu said, In war, the general receives his commands from the sovereign. Having collected an army and concentrated his forces, he must blend and harmonize the different elements thereof before pitching his camp. After that comes tactical maneuvering, than which there is nothing more difficult. The difficulty of tactical maneuvering consists in turning the devious into the direct, and misfortune into gain. Thus, to take a long and circuitous route, after enticing the enemy out of the way, And those starting after him, to contrive to reach the goal before him, shows knowledge of the artifice of deviation. Maneuvering with an army is advantageous, with an undisciplined multitude most dangerous. If you set a fully equipped army in March in order to snatch an advantage, the chances are that you will be too late. On the other hand, to detach a flying column for the purpose involves the sacrifice of its baggage and stores. Thus, if you order your men to roll up their buff coats and make forced marches without halting day or night, covering double the usual distance at a stretch, doing a 100 Lee in order to rest an advantage, the leaders of all your three divisions will fall into the hands of the enemy. The stronger men will be in front, the jaded ones will fall behind, and on this plan, only one-tenth of your army will reach its destination. If you march 50 Lee in order to outmaneuver the enemy, You will lose the leader of your first division, and only half your force will reach the goal. If you march 30 Lee with the same object, two-thirds of your army will arrive. We may take it then that an army without its baggage train is lost. Without provisions, it is lost. Without bases of supply, it is lost. We cannot enter into alliances until we are acquainted with the designs of our neighbours. We are not fit to lead an army on the march unless we are familiar with the face of the country, its mountains and forests, its pitfalls and precipices, its marshes and swamps. We shall be unable to turn natural advantage to account unless we may...
7: Chapter 17 of The Science of Being Great by Wallace D. Wattles. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. More about thought give place here to some further consideration of thought. You will never become great until your own thoughts make you great, and therefore it is of the first importance that you should think. You will never do great things in the external world until you think great things in the internal world, and you will never think great things until you think about truth, about the verities. To think great things you must be absolutely sincere, and to be sincere You must know that your intentions are right. Insincere or false thinking is never great, however logical and brilliant it may be. The first and most important step is to seek the truth about human relations, to know what you ought to be to other men and what they ought to be to you. This brings you back to the search of a right viewpoint. You should study organic and social evolution. Read Darwin and Walter Thomas Mills. And when you read, think. Think the whole matter over, until you see the world of things and men in the right way. Think about what God is doing, until you see what He is doing. Your next step is to think yourself into the right personal attitude. Your viewpoint tells you what the right attitude is, and obedience to the soul puts you into it. It is only by making a complete consecration of yourself to the highest it is within you, that you can attain to sincere thinking. So long as you know you are selfish in your aims, or dishonest or crooked in any way in your intentions or practices, your thinking will be false, and your thoughts will have no power. Think about the way you are doing things, about all your intentions, purposes and practices, until you know that they are right. The fact of his own complete unity with God is one that no person can grasp without deep and sustained thinking. Anyone can accept the proposition in a superficial way, but to feel and realize a vital comprehension of it is another matter. It is easy to think of going outside of yourself to meet God, but it is not easy to think of going inside yourself to meet God. But God is there, and in the Holy of Holies of your own soul, you may meet Him face to face. It is a tremendous thing, this fact that all you need is already within you. That you do not have to consider how to get the power to do what you want to do, or to make. Chapter Four of the Science of Being Great by Wallace D. Wattles. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Mind of God. There is a cosmic intelligence that is in all things and through all things. This is the one real substance. From it all things proceed. It is intelligent substance or mind stuff. It is God. Where there is no substance, there can be no intelligence, for where there is no substance, there is nothing. Where there is thought, there must be a substance which thinks. Thought cannot be a function, for function is motion, and it is unconceivable that mere motion should think. Thought cannot be vibration, for vibration is motion, and that motion should be intelligent is not thinkable. Motion is nothing but the moving of substance, If there be intelligence shown, it must be in the substance and not in the motion. Thought cannot be the result of motions in the brain. If thought is in the brain, it must be in the brain substance and not in the motions which brain substance makes. But thought is not in the brain substance, for brain substance, without life, is quite unintelligent and dead. Thought is in the life principle that animates the brain the spirit substance, which is the real man. The brain does not think. The man thinks, and expresses his thought through the brain. There's a spirit substance that thinks. Just as the spirit substance of man permeates his body, and thinks and knows in the body, so the original spirit substance, God, permeates all nature and thinks and knows in nature. Nature is as intelligent as man, and knows more than man. Nature knows all things. The old mind has been in touch with all things from the beginning, and it contains all knowledge. Man's experience covers a few things, and these things man knows. But God's experience covers all the things that have happened since the creation, from the wreck of a planet or the passing of a comet to the fall of a sparrow. All that is and all that has been are present in the intelligence that is wrapped about us, and enfolds us and presses upon us from every side. All the encyclopedias men have written are but trivial affairs compared to the vast knowledge held by the mind in which men live move and have their being. The truths men perceive by inspiration are thoughts held in this mind. If they were Chapter five of The science of being great by Wallace D. Wattles. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Preparation. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. If you become like God, you can read his thoughts, and if you do not, you will find the inspirational perception of the truth impossible. You can never become a great man or woman until you have overcome its Gluttonous pleasure, and in all things you must make the flesh obey the spirit. You must lay aside greed, have no unworthy motive in
3: your desire to become rich. <laughs> <laughs> Just set a patch on the Chromebook, oh. is that your password? No. Is it strong or die? Let me take a look.
5: In tat, little s, big P, yo, I, P, so try yeah, me, yeah, please, bring a pretty, pretty recon flow, call it this me, Double less, no stress. Get pen tested by the best. Running up checks, diminishing the best, persistent okay. threats. Could care less, ain't trying to impress the best, Weird looking vest. staying in the scope so there's never a rest. But I barely get rest. Up, up but for the sun, still trading for X. Pulling job bands, hands on my screen. 89 period, ATR. Running through it, ghosts, I say I went too far. I don't play about the way. I'm a I have to increase my pay. Any day I can turn the sun into new, new rain. So y'all haters, y'all can stay mundane. Getting changed, For mitigating risk from kill chains. And map scan all your IP range. I will keep
2: you on your toes, but I still bet that you won't swing. P and get residual rules, but people need to ride. So I stay in your base. When you see me, it's time to decide. Should I buy pleasure or? Should I let it ride?
5: Oh. I don't know, but it's mad land outside. I already could afford it, but the question is, do I want a two-in-hole in the petrified forest? Keeping money flows in orbit. TV screens fall in the Uber, watching orbit. Don't interrupt me when I'm recording. Smoothly belly rocking Jordans, doing things that's way more important. Google see my name, and it's always corporate. Saw the 10 cube off the dead, hold it then absorb it. Yeah, map, tap Little s, big p or i, b. So try me, try me. Double s, no stress. Get pan by the best, running up checks Diminishing the best, persistent threats Could care less, ain't tryna impress the best Weird looking best, staying in the scope So there's never a rest, but I barely get rest Up, but for the sun, still trading Forex Desert.
2: Microphone put a murk, leave a haters feeling hurt. Keep the knowledge on how the name is lurk. H double TP, less VC, traffic from one end to yeah. END. Privilege, just galition, IBS. Reports on my log, grabbing through all the fault. Yeah, you might walk the path, but I built a job. Through the
5: port, get cloned,
2: latest recon
5: boards. Just put bounties for the outdoors. Checking on the time score, just die slash to get on the tour. Caption blast, man, I gotta get more. So, sanitize your input. Watch what you put in your header. Think of Brennan Rica. Think of Brennan Rica. Think of Brennan Rica. Just think. Be-
6: Chapter 17 of The Art of Money Getting. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jill Preston. The Art of Money Getting by P.T. Barnum. Chapter 17 Be Polite and Kind to Your Customers. Politeness and civility are the best capital ever invested in business. Large stores, gilt signs, flaming advertisements will all prove unavailing if you or your employees treat your patrons abruptly. The truth is, the more kind and liberal a man is, the more generous will be the patronage bestowed upon him. Like begets like. The man who gives the greatest amount of goods of a corresponding quality for the least sum, still reserving for himself a profit, will generally succeed best in the long run. This brings us to the golden rule. As ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them. And they will do better by you, than if you always treated them, as if you wanted to get the most you could out of them for the least return. Men who drive sharp bargains with their customers, acting as if they never expected to see them again will not be mistaken they will never see them again as customers people don't like to pay and get kicked also one of the ushers in my museum once told me he intended to whip a man who was in the lecture room as soon as he came out what for i inquired because he said i was no gentleman replied the usher never mind i replied he pays for that and you will not convince him you are a gentleman by whipping him. I cannot afford to lose a customer. If you whip him, he will never visit the museum again, and he will induce friends to go with him to other places of amusement instead of this, and thus you see, I should be a serious loser. But he insulted me, muttered the usher. Exactly, I replied, and if he owned the museum, and you had paid him for the privilege of visiting it, and he had then insulted you, there might be some reason in your resenting it. But in this instance, he is the man who pays while we receive, and you must, therefore, put up with his bad manners. My usher.
10: About to ana- about to analyzer, I'm about to analyze the KML. I'm about to analyze the KML. I'm about to analyze the KML. I'm about analyze I'm about I'm 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 about I'm about I'm about I'm 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 about to analyze the KML. 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 I'm about to analyze KML. I'm about to analyze the KML. I'm about to analyze the KML. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm about to analyze the KML.
2: Y'all got uh, where I get paid. Making haters, yeah, mayday Automated, monetized uh, all day. Uh, Type of sort, tack K, we kinda play by uh, the bay rode a uh, young place uh, with the graphite uh, paint boom on what you paint. Spectators admire by the jealous wine, cause they can't okay. pull up, making haters paint. You say you think about the dope, but so do I analyze 10K's uh, yeah. and KML's on the fly. Mr. FF, back tack, I see has got me going hard. Cause it's just stand easy, Wait for me to boat guard like non-stop. Speed Depend on the end first Reverse time with mechanical clocks passed into chopping files like the blades of a blender Five feet impressions from the news post on Twitter I deliver making ship a Wrecking post false from a spring or winter the 10K, I'm about to analyze
10: the 10k I'm about to analyze the KML I'm about to analyze the KML I'm about to analyze the KML But the an- about, an- about to analyze the KML I'm about to analyze the KML Little, I'm about to analyze a KML. I'm about to analyze a KML. I'm about to, I'm, 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 I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to analyze a I'm about to analyze a KML. 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 I'm about to analyze a KML.
2: I'm on the porch with a reefer. And my entourage got the new tropics, and we digging deeper. Moving past the sleepers, non believers rubbing peepers. Blowing with dust, stopping people. Jerry rigging alarms. I'm flipping computers, and I be playing charms with the smooth solutions. Rex pips, computer. Any shots to be taken, oh, and then we shoot. Get uh, yeah, out. Shunning uh, bad PIDs instead of
3: reboot. Of Good
2: care, less sip, it's confusing. What? Just screw it. To understand the Scrum Master. master. Fippin' past the making haters for success okay, to listen. Baby. See the cubic C's glisten. Making it with the BBS vision. What? 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 So much what?
3: precision. What? First place, Got a brush plate. I'm uh, brush plate uh, uh, this charm. Got uh, uh, a brush plate uh, uh, uh. uh, this charm. Uh, uh, yeah. okay. About the brush plate the charm. About the brush plate this charm. Uh, uh-huh. no uh, well, about the brush plate this charm. 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 About the brush plate uh, this uh. charm. About the brush plate. this charm About the brush plate. 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 About the
1: brush plate.
7: Chapter 21 of The Science of Being Great by Wallace D. Wattles This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. A Mental Exercise The purpose of mental exercises must not be misunderstood. There is no virtue in charms or formulated strings of words. There is no shortcut to development by repeating prayers or incantations. A mental exercise is an exercise not in repeating words, but in the thinking of certain thoughts. The phrases that we repeatedly hear become convictions, as Goethe says, and the thoughts that we repeatedly think become habitual and make us what we are. The purpose in taking a mental exercise is that you may think certain thoughts repeatedly until you form a habit of thinking them. Then they will be your thoughts all the time. Taken in the right way and with an understanding of their purpose, Mental exercises are of great value, but taken as most people take them, they are worse than useless. The thoughts embodied in the following exercise are the ones you want to think. You should take the exercise once or twice daily, but you should think the thoughts continuously. That is, do not think them twice a day for a stated time, and then forget them until it is time to take the exercise again. The exercise is to impress you with the material for continuous thought. Take a time when you can have from 20 minutes to half an hour secure from interruption and proceed first to make yourself physically comfortable. Lie at ease in a Morris chair or on a couch or in bed. It is best to lie flat on your back. If you have no other time, take the exercise on going to bed at night and before rising in the morning. First let your attention travel over your body from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, relaxing every muscle as you go. Relax completely. And next, get physical and other ills off your mind. Let the attention pass down the spinal cord and out over the nerves to the extremities. And as you do so, think. My nerves are in perfect order all over my body. They obey my will, and I have great nerve force. Next, bring your attention to the lungs and think. I am breathing deeply and quietly, and the air goes into every cell of my lungs, which are in perfect condition. My blood is purified and made clean. Next to the heart. My heart is beating strongly and steadily, and my circulation is perfect even to the extremities. Next to the digestive system.
1: Yo,
2: yo, pay desk go on the rise. Let me consult for a fee. Every time you see the logo, it's on the billboard. Notice me. Now, look at you. How you say I'm doing wrong? Soon bleed. Make it. Moving songs, doing what I gotta do. Oh, oh, yo. Just cause I wouldn't work with you. You might have a little attitude. Could care less if you think I'm rude. Haters can't walk up in my shoes. You salty dog. Stop dropping clues. I've been a man. How you let someone else's story mess up your plan smoothly? Been a man. Who is him? On them. Grappin' automated business plans. Off the top. being ready. Drop
3: a Split tack L. If you need advice from me, then it's time to pay the fee. If you need advice from me, then it's time to pay the fee. It's time to pay the fee. Time to fee. 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 It's just fee. Yeah. fee. Hey, hey, fee. Hey, hey, time fee. Hey, fee. Hey, fee. just fee. 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 Chapter
6: two of the art of money getting this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by jill preston the art of money getting by pt barnum chapter 2 select the right location After securing the right vocation, you must be careful to select the proper location. You may have been cut out for a hotel keeper and they say it requires a genius to know how to keep a hotel. You might conduct a hotel like clockwork and provide satisfactorily for 500 guests every day. Yet, if you should locate your house in a small village where there is no railroad communication or public travel, the location would be your ruin. It is equally important that you do not commence business where there are already enough to meet all demands in the same occupation. I remember a case which illustrates this subject. When I was in London in 1858, I was passing down Holborn with an English friend and came to the penny shows. They had immense cartoons outside portraying the wonderful curiosities to be seen, all for a penny being a little in the show line myself i said let us go in here we soon found ourselves in the presence of the illustrious showman and he proved to be the sharpest man in that line i had ever met he told us some extraordinary stories in reference to his bearded ladies his albinos and his armadillos which we could hardly believe but thought it better to believe it than look after the proof he finally begged to call our attention to some wax statuary, and showed us a lot of the dirtiest and filthiest wax figures imaginable. They looked as if they had not seen water since the deluge. What is there so wonderful about your statuary? I asked. I beg you not to speak so satirically, he replied. Sir, these are not Madame Tussaud's wax figures, all covered with lit and tinsel, and imitation diamonds, and copied from engravings and photographs? Mine, sir. Introduction to the Art of Money-Getting This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Recording by Jill Preston the Art of Money Getting by P.T. Barnum Introduction In the United States, where we have more land than people, it is not at all difficult for persons in good health to make money. In this comparatively new field, there are so many avenues of success open, so many vocations, which are not crowded, that any person of either sex who is willing to at least for the time being, to engage in any respectable occupation that offers, may find lucrative employment. Those who really desire to attain an independence have only to set their minds upon it and adopt the proper means as they do in regard to any other object which they wish to accomplish, and the thing is easily done. But, however easy it may be found to make money, I have no doubt Many of my hearers will agree it is the most difficult thing in the world to keep it. The road to wealth is, as Dr. Franklin truly says, as plain as the road to the mill. It consists simply in expending less than we earn. That seems to be a very simple problem. Mr. Micawber, one of those happy creations of the genial Dickens, puts the case in a strong light when he says that to have annual income of 20 pounds per annum and spend twenty pounds and sixpence is to be the most miserable of men, whereas to have an income of only twenty pounds and spend but nineteen pounds and sixpence is to be the happiest of mortals. Many of my readers may say, we understand this, this is economy, and we know economy is wealth. We know we can't eat our cake and keep it also. Yet I beg to say that perhaps more cases of failure arise from mistakes on this point than almost any other. The fact is, many people think they understand economy when they really do not. True economy is misapprehended and people go through life without properly comprehending what that principle is. <laughs>
2: Going
5: so low, so I get there fast, but I still got I a Build a team so I can stay. Gotta wake up, gotta do it every day. Making to-do lists. Print out with the crown. Whip up. upon 6. I was up to dawn. 20K unit for X-Tray. One. Keeping mold. green than the lawn. I can rent a drop at least laser. Turn a raspberry pie to a movie theater. You don't like me, then I don't like you either. Striking markets when they're lukewarm. But I keep it hotter than the heater, making Texas into liters. Mixing up the tropics in a stainless glass beep.
7: Wattles. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Some further explanations. We go back here to the matter of the point of view, for, besides being vitally important, it is the one that is likely to give the student the most trouble. We have been trained, partly by mistaken religious teachers, to look upon the world as being like a wrecked ship, storm-driven upon a rocky coast. Utter destruction is inevitable at the end. And the most that can be done is to rescue, perhaps, a few of the crew. This view teaches us to consider the world as essentially bad and growing worse, and to believe that existing discord and inharmoniousness must continue and intensify until the end. It robs us of hope for society, government and humanity, and gives us a decreasing outlook and contracting mind. This is all wrong. The world is not wrecked. It is like a magnificent steamer with the engines in place and the machinery in perfect order. The bunkers are full of coal, and the ship is amply provisioned for the crews. There is no lack of any good thing. Every provision omniscience could devise has been made for the safety, comfort and happiness of the crew. The steamer is out on the high seas, tacking hither and thither, because no one has yet learned the right course to steer. We are learning to steer. And in due time will come grandly into the harbor of perfect harmony. The world is good and growing better. Existing discords and inharmoniousness are but the pitching of the ship incidental to our own imperfect steering. They will all be removed in due time. This view gives us an increasing outlook and an expanding mind. It enables us to think largely of society and of ourselves, and to do things in a great way. Furthermore, We see that nothing can be wrong with such a world or with any part of it, including our own affairs. If it is all moving on toward completion, then it is not going wrong. And as our own personal affairs are a part of the whole, they are not going wrong. You and all that you are concerned with are moving on toward completeness. Nothing can check this forward movement but yourself. And you can only check it by assuming a mental attitude that is at cross purposes with the mind of God. You have nothing to keep right but yourself. If you keep yourself right, nothing can possibly go wrong with you, and you can have nothing to fear.
2: Never-
5: I don't ride slabs Rather flip a hoop the maintenance costs half But I might flip a old school beam my 5 series But 404 As a project With a PCB board Code knowledge Open door So check doors Before you check
3: Mine i let I am. I can't
5: pretend, but I really know what lot. do Making blows just like Kung Fu Mixed with a 52 So fly that I dump through to a place you never knew Custom name, brand, tennis shoes And in my logo, drum with AI no more Worry, alpha, pie, need Stop, the vision from being blurry Never gotta wonder ever if they hurt me So make a mistake when you in a hurry So I just take my time According to the goals of the perk
2: You can't do it without math i picking pork to the scope, all in the lab doing scrum shortcuts, snippets when I'm pressing tab, I don't ride slabs, rather flip a Uber the maintenance cost half, but I might flip a old school, be my series, 404, as a project with a PCV board.
5: Do the purr test, 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 do the purr test. Do the test. Uh.
7: Chapter Seventeen of the Science of Being Great by Wallace D. Watts. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. More about thought. Give place here to some further consideration of thought. You will never become great until your own thoughts make you great, and therefore it is of the first importance that you should think. You will never do great things in the external world until you think great things in the internal world, and you will never think great things until you think about truth, about the verity things, you must be absolutely sincere. And to be sincere, you must know that your intentions are right. In sincere This fact that all you need is already within you, that you do not have to consider how to get the power to do what you want to do, or to make.
9: Part 6, Chapters 3 and 4 of the Kama Sutra. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain and is read by Mark Smith of Simpsonville, South Carolina. The Kama Sutra by Vatsyayana. Part 6, Chapter 3 of the Means of Getting Money of the signs of the change of a lover's feelings, and of the way to get rid of him. Money is got out of a lover in two ways. That is, by natural or lawful means, and by artifices. Old authors are of opinion that when a courtesan can get as much money as she wants from her lover, she should not make use of artifice. But vaitsya lays down that though she may get some money from him by natural means, Yet when she makes use of artifice, he gives her doubly more, and therefore artifice should be resorted to for the purpose of extorting money from him at all events. Now the artifices to be used for getting money from her lover are as follows. First, taking money from him on different occasions for the purpose of purchasing various articles such as ornaments, food, drink, flowers, perfumes and cloths, and either not buying them or getting from him more than their cost. Second, praising his intelligence to his face. Third, pretending to be obliged to make gifts on occasion of festivals connected with vows, trees, gardens, temples, or tanks. Footnote. On the completion of a vow a festival takes place. Some trees such as the pipul and banyan trees are invested with sacred threads like the Brahmins, and on the occasion of this ceremony a festival is given in the same way when gardens are made, and tanks or temples built, then also festivals are observed. Fourth, pretending that at the time of going to his house, her jewels have been stolen either by the king's guards or by robbers. Fifth, alleging that her property has been destroyed by fire, by the falling of her house, or by the carelessness of her servants. Sixth. Pretending to have lost the ornaments of her lover along with her own. Seventh. Causing him to hear through other people of the expenses incurred by her in coming to see him. Eighth. Contracting debts for the sake of her lover. Ninth. Disputing with her mother on account of some expense incurred by her for her lover and which. Part six. Chapters three and four of the Kama Sutra. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain, and is read by Mark Smith of Simpsonville, South Carolina. The Kama Sutra, by Vatsyayana, Part Six, Chapter Three, of the means of getting money, of the signs of the change of a lover's feelings, and of the way to get rid of him. Money is got out of a lover in two ways: that is, by natural or lawful means and by artifices. Old authors are of opinion that when a courtesan can get as much money as she wants from her lover, she should not make use of artifice. But Vetsyayana lays down that though she may get some money from him by natural means, yet when she makes use of artifice, he gives her doubly more, and therefore artifice should be resorted to for the purpose of extorting money from him at all events. Now the artifices to be used for getting money from her lover are as follows. First, taking money from him on different occasions for the purpose of purchasing various articles such as ornaments, food, drink, flowers, perfumes and cloths, and either not buying them or getting from him more than their cost. Second, praising his intelligence to his face. Third, pretending to be obliged to make gifts on occasion of festivals connected with vows, trees, gardens, temples, or tanks. Footnote: On the completion of a vow a festival takes place. Some trees, such as the peepul and banyan trees, are invested with sacred threads like the Brahmins, and on the occasion of this ceremony a festival is given. In the same way when gardens are made, and tanks or temples built, then also festivals are observed. Footnote. Fourth, pretending that at the time of going to his house, her jewels have been stolen either by the king's guards or by robbers fifth alleging that her property has been destroyed by fire by the falling of her house or by the carelessness of her servants sixth pretending to have lost the ornaments of her lover along with her own seventh causing him to hear through other people of the expenses incurred by her in coming to see him eighth contracting debts for the sake of her lover ninth disputing with her mother on account of some expense incurred by her for her lover and which
3: <laughs> just had a patch on the crowbook oh. is that your password no is a strong dog let me take a look
5: in my tat little s b p yo i p so try me please bring a printer recon flow call this demon guy Never less, no stress, get pen tested by the best, running up checks, diminishing the best, persistent oh. threats, could care less, ain't oh. tryna impress the best, weird looking vest. staying in the scope, so there's never a rest, but I barely get rest, up, but for the sun, still trading forex. x bowling jug bands, hands on my screen, 89 period, ATR, yeah. running through it, goes. I say I went too far, I don't play, up out the way, i am am a, I'm a, to increase my pay any day, I can turn the sun into new, new rain. So, y'all hate the y'all can stay mundane, getting changed for mitigating risk from kill chains In map Scan all your IP range.
2: I'll keep you on your toes, but I still bet that you won't swing PNC and get residual. But people need to ride, so I stay in your base. When you see me, it's time to decide should I buy plaza or. Should I let it ride?
5: Oh. I don't know, but it's mad land outside I already could afford it But the question is, do I want A two-in-hole in the petrified forest, Keeping money flows in orbit TV screens fall in the Uber watching orbit Don't interrupt me when I'm recording Smoothly belly rocking Jordans Doing things that's way more important Google see my name and it's always corporate Saw the 10 cube off the dead Hold it, then absorb it yeah, map, tech Little s, big p or So try me, try me. Double s, no stress. Get pen tested by the best, running up checks, diminishing the best, persistent threats. Could care less, ain't trying to impress the best. Weird looking best, staying in the scope so there's never a rest. but I really get rest up, but for the sun, still trading forex.
2: Dessert. Microphone, put a am leave leaving haters feeling hurt Keep the knowledge on how the demons yeah. lurk H-double-T-P, let's me see traffic from one N- end yeah. to end Purpose, just collision I D S yeah. Ports on my log, grabbing
5: through all the fault. Yeah, you might walk the path, but I built a job yeah. Through the port, get cloned, latest recon boards mm. Just put bounties for the outdoors Checking on the time score Just dot slash to get on the tour Caption, blast, man, I gotta get more so sanitize your input. Watch what you put in your header.
11: Think of Brennan Rica. Think of Brennan Rica. Think Just
5: think of.
6: Chapter Seventeen of the Art of Money Getting. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jill Preston. The Art of Money Getting by P. T. Barnum. Chapter Seventeen Be Polite and Kind to Your Customers. Politeness and civility are the best capital ever invested in business. Large stores, gilt signs, flaming advertisements will all prove unavailing if you or your employees treat your patrons abruptly. The truth is, the more kind and liberal a man is, the more generous will be the patronage bestowed upon him. Like begets like. The man who gives the greatest amount of goods of a corresponding quality for the least sum, still reserving for himself a profit, will generally succeed best in the long run. This brings us to the golden rule. As ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them. And they will do better by you, than if you always treated them, as if you wanted to get the most you could out of them for the least return. Many who drive sharp bargains with their customers, acting as if they never expected to see them again will not be mistaken they will never see them again as customers people don't like to pay and get kicked also one of the ushers in my museum once told me he intended to whip a man who was in the lecture room as soon as he came out what for i inquired because he said i was no gentleman replied the usher never mind i replied he pays for that "'and you will not convince him you are a gentleman by whipping him. "'I cannot afford to lose a customer. "'If you whip him, he will never visit the museum again, "'and he will induce friends to go with him to other places of amusement "'instead of this, and thus you see, I should be a serious loser.' "'But he insulted me!' muttered the usher. "'Exactly!' I replied. And if he owned the museum, and you had paid him for the privilege of visiting it, and he had then insulted you, there might be some reason in your resenting it. But in this instance, he is the man who pays while we receive, and you must, therefore, put up with his bad manners. My.
10: I'm about to analyze a I'm about the KML I'm about to analyze I'm about the I'm 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 about to I'm about to I'm about to I'm about am I'm about to analyze I'm about to analyze I'm about the I'm about to analyze the I'm about the I'm about I'm about to analyze the KML. I'm about to analyze the KML. I'ma, 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 I'ma I'm about to analyze the KML. I'm
2: from where I get paid. Yeah, yell, made they automated monetized all day. Type of sort tack K Recon kind of play by the bay, Road a young place with the graphic paint Boom on what you I ain't spectators admire by the jealous wine. Cause they can't pull up making haters paint. You say you think about the dope, but so do I analyze 10K's Zank and KML's on the fly Mr. FFF back tack I see has got me going hard. Cause it's just stand easy. Wait for me to board like non-stop. Speed up in on the improv reverse time. I'm putting mechanical clocks passed into chopping files like the blades of a blender. Five billion K impressions from the news post on Twitter. I deliver, making suck a ship, a wrecking blows, files from a spring of winner. I'm about
10: to analyze the KML. But to analyze the KML. I'm about to analyze the KML. I'm about to analyze the KML. But an- an- the anal but the But the analyzer KML. I'm about to analyze the KML. I'm about to analyze the KML. I'm about to analyze the KML. I'm about to I'm I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm a, I'm a, am about to analyze a KML. I'm 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 about I'm about to analyze a KML. I'm about to analyze a KML. I'm
3: about to analyze a KML. I'm the one came getting Porsche, with a the
2: reefer. And my entourage got the new tropics, and we digging deeper. Moving past the sleepers, non believers rubbing Blown with dust off people. Jerry rigging alarms. I'm flipping computers, and I be playing charms. With the smooth solutions. Four Rex pips, computing. Any shots to be taken, and then we shoot. Get yeah, out. Shining bad PIDs instead of
3: reboot. Good
2: care, less if it's confusing. Just screw it to understand the scrum master. Flipping past the sip, making haters. For success okay, to listen, baby. see the cubic seeds glisten, making baguette with the BBS vision.
3: What? What? So much what? precision. Got a brush plate. Got brush plate the charm. Got a brush plate the charm. About the brush plate the charm. About the brush plate the charm. About the brush plate this charm. About the brush plate this charm. About the brush plate this charm. About the brush plate charm. About the brush plate the charm. About the brush plate this charm. About the brush plate the charm. About the brush plate the About the brush plate the About the brush plate About the brush plate About brush brush the brush
7: Chapter 21 of the Science of Being Great by Wallace D. Wattles. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. A mental exercise. The purpose of mental exercises must not be misunderstood. There is no virtue in charms or formulated strings of words. There is no shortcut to development by repeating prayers or incantations. A mental exercise is an exercise not in repeating words, but in the thinking of certain thoughts. The phrases that we repeatedly hear become convictions, as Goethe says, and the thoughts that we repeatedly think become habitual and make us what we are. The purpose in taking a mental exercise is that you may think certain thoughts repeatedly until you form a habit of thinking them. Then they will be your thoughts all the time. Taken in the right way and with an understanding of their purpose, Mental exercises are of great value, but taken as most people take them, they are worse than useless. The thoughts embodied in the following exercise are the ones you want to think. You should take the exercise once or twice daily, but you should think the thoughts continuously. That is, do not think them twice a day for a stated time, and then forget them until it is time to take the exercise again. The exercise is to impress you with the material for continuous thought. Take a time when you can have from twenty to minutes to half an hour secure from interruption and proceed first to make yourself physically comfortable. Lie at ease in a Morris chair or on a couch or in bed. It is best to lie flat on your back. If you have no other time, take the exercise on going to bed at night and before rising in the morning. First let your attention travel over your body from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, relaxing every muscle as you go. Relax completely. And next, get physical and other ills off your mind. Let the attention pass down the spinal cord and out over the nerves to the extremities. And as you do so, think, my nerves are in perfect order all over my body. They obey my will and I have great nerve force. Next, bring your attention to the lungs and think. I am breathing deeply and quietly, and the air goes into every cell of my lungs, which are in perfect condition. My blood is purified and made clean. Next, to the heart. My heart is beating strongly and steadily, and my circulation is perfect, even to the extremities. Next, to the digestive system.
2: Yo, yo, pay that score on the rise. Let me consult for a fee. Every time you see the logo, it's on the billboard. Notice me. Now, look at you. How you say I'm doing wrong? Soon bleed. Making moving songs. Doing what I gotta do. Oh. Oh, yo, just cause I wouldn't work with you, you might have a little attitude. Could care less if you think I'm rude. Haters can't walk up in my shoes. You salty dog, stop dropping clues. I've been a man. How you let someone else's story mess up your plan smoothly? Been a man. Who is him? On them. Grappin' automated business
3: plans off the top. Been ready, drop a Split tack down. If you need advice from me, then it's time to pay the fee. If you need advice from me, then it's time to pay the fee. It's time to pay the fee. Time fee. 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 It's just time fee. Yeah. fee. Hey, hey, fee. Hey, hey, fee. Hey, hey, time fee. just fee. 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 Chapter two.
6: Of the Art of Money Getting. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jill Preston. The Art of Money Getting by P.T. Barnum. Chapter 2 Select the Right Location. After securing the right vocation, you must be careful to select the proper location. You may have been cut out for a hotel keeper and they say it requires a genius to know how to keep a hotel. You might conduct a hotel like clockwork and provide satisfactorily for 500 guests every day. Yet, if you should locate your house in a small village where there is no railroad communication or public travel, the location would be your ruin. It is equally important that you do not commence business where there are already enough to meet all demands in the same occupation. I remember a case which illustrates this subject. When I was in London in 1858, I was passing down Holborn with an English friend and came to the penny shows. They had immense cartoons outside portraying the wonderful curiosities to be seen, all for a penny being a little in the show line myself i said let us go in here we soon found ourselves in the presence of the illustrious showman and he proved to be the sharpest man in that line i had ever met he told us some extraordinary stories in reference to his bearded ladies his albinos and his armadillos which we could hardly believe but thought it better to believe it than look after the proof he finally begged to call our attention to some wax statuary and showed us a lot of the dirtiest and filthiest wax figures imaginable they looked as if they had not seen water since the deluge what is there so wonderful about your statuary I asked I beg you not to speak so satirically he replied sir these are not Madame Tussaud's wax figures all covered with glit and tinsel and imitation diamonds and copied from engravings and photographs mine sir introduction to the art of money-getting this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by jill preston the Art of Money-Getting by P.T. Barnum Introduction In the United States, where we have more land than people, it is not at all difficult for persons in good health to make money. In this comparatively new field, there are so many avenues of success open, so many vocations, which are not crowded, that any person of either sex who is willing to at least for the time being, to engage in any respectable occupation that offers, may find lucrative employment. Those who really desire to attain an independence have only to set their minds upon it and adopt the proper means as they do in regard to any other object which they wish to accomplish, and the thing is easily done. But, however easy it may be found to make money, I have no doubt, Many of my hearers will agree it is the most difficult thing in the world to keep it. The road to wealth is, as Dr. Franklin truly says, as plain as the road to the mill. It consists simply in expending less than we earn. That seems to be a very simple problem. Mr. Micawber, one of those happy creations of the genial Dickens, puts the case in a strong light when he says that to have annual income of 20 pounds per annum and spend 20 pounds and sixpence is to be the most miserable of men, whereas to have an income of only 20 pounds and spend but 19 pounds and sixpence is to be the happiest of mortals. Many of my readers may say, we understand this, this is economy, and we know economy is wealth. We know we can't eat our cake and keep it also. Yet I beg to say that perhaps more cases of failure arise from mistakes on this point. Than almost any other. The fact is, many people think they understand economy when they really do not. True economy is misapprehended, and people go through life without properly comprehending what that principle is.
2: Like my sip I
1: need a sip
5: So low, so I get there fast, but I still gotta build a team so I can stay. Gotta wake up, gotta do it every day. Making to do lists, print out with the cron, whip up, grip up six hours after dawn. 20k unit for extra corn, keeping more green than the lawn. I can rent a drop, tap at least turn a raspberry pie to a movie theater. You don't like me, then I don't like it either. Striking markets when they're lukewarm, but I keep it hotter than the heater. Making changes into liters, mixing up the tropics and A Stainless Glass Beep.
7: Wallace D. Wattles. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Some further explanations. We go back here to the matter of the point of view, for, besides being vitally important, it is the one that is likely to give the student the most trouble. We have been trained, partly by mistaken religious teachers, to look upon the world as being like a wrecked ship storm-driven upon a rocky coast. Utter destruction is inevitable at the end and the most that can be done is to rescue, perhaps, a few of the crew. This view teaches us to consider the world as essentially bad and growing worse, and to believe that existing discord and inharmoniousness must continue and intensify until the end. It robs us of hope for society, government and humanity, and gives us a decreasing outlook and contracting mind. This is all wrong. The world is not wrecked. It is like a magnificent steamer with the engines in place and the machinery in perfect order. The bunkers are full of coal, and the ship is amply provisioned for the crews. There is no lack of any good thing. Every provision omniscience could devise has been made for the safety, comfort and happiness of the crew. The steamer is out on the high seas, tacking hither and thither, because no one has yet learned the right course to steer. We are learning to steer and in due time will come grandly into the harbor of perfect harmony. The world is good and growing better. Existing discords and inharmoniousness are but the pitching of the ship incidental to our own imperfect steering. They will all be removed in due time. This view gives us an increasing outlook and an expanding mind. It enables us to think largely of society and of ourselves and to do things in a great way. Furthermore, We see that nothing can be wrong with such a world or with any part of it, including our own affairs. If it is all moving on toward completion, then it is not going wrong. And as our own personal affairs are a part of the whole, they are not going wrong. You and all that you are concerned with are moving on toward completeness. Nothing can check this forward movement but yourself. And you can only check it by assuming a mental attitude that is at cross purposes with the mind of God you have nothing to keep right but yourself if you keep yourself right nothing can possibly go wrong with you and you can have nothing to fear
5: Slip is when I press tab, I don't ride slabs Rather flip a boop because the maintenance cost half But I might flip a yeah. old school, be my 5 series, but 404 As a project with a PCB board Coding knowledge open door, so check
3: doors before you check mine I've been through B-I-A-M-U-G and it's mine. I can't
5: pretend, but I really know a lot, do. pick blows just like kung fu, mixed with the 52 So fly that I dump through to a place you never knew Custom name, brand tennis shoes, and in my logo drum with AI. I no more worry, alpha pi Neen stops the vision from being blurry Never gotta wonder ever if they hurt me So make a mistake when you in a hurry So I just take my time according to the goals of the park you can't do it without math okay. Women
2: picking boards to the scope All in the lab doing scrum shortcuts Snippets when I'm pressing tab I don't brush halves Rather flip a OPA because the maintenance cost half But I might flip a old school Be my bi series but 4 That's a project with a PCV board
5: Do the purr test, 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 do the purr test.
7: Chapter Seventeen of the Science of Being Great by Wallace D. Waters. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. More about thought. Give place here to some further consideration of thought. You will never become great until your own thoughts make you great, and therefore it is of the first importance that you should think. You will never do great. be absolutely sincere, and to be sincere, you must know that your intentions are right. Insincere or false thinking is never great, however logical and brilliant it may be. The first and most important step is to see the truth about human relations, to know what you ought to be to other men, and what they ought to be. Is a tremendous thing this fact that all you need is already within you that you do not have to consider how to get the power to do what you want to do or to make three is
10: another Doing for mm-hmm. Rex, investing in the REITs over time Gotta get it in, all about the dividends
5: What these perpetrators gonna do, you know they pretend okay. As I let the filter knowledge seep in See I'm it. up doing food journal entries overnight through what the weekend you? Realize that the business comes
2: with the crown But forget all so of the feelings Just focus on controlling multiple so crowns I make connections, avoiding frauds so who be I
5: advise you to do the same If only for your protection Pull up, pull up. Buying and revocable trust. On a making money mission, taking massive action. Ooh. tropic tincture, reducing
2: all of distractions. Spinning an operator system of exquisite fashion.
5: Making compound transactions Could care less if a naysayer reaction less relaxes from
2: spirit swag On boop, one, two, keyboard bashing Network
5: Never like an SSH
2: back
10: in Via docker containers on my CLI Doing hard
2: pipe through the XR Smoothly
5: designed and played the jewelry Through a contact lens Put less on the end Cause the women through the space bar call the q Q1 liners on the Okay. F.C. Increase my trade line, now I ride. Femur's wind over, larger service drives i the personal okay. assistant, CPU pimpin' Get computers up, oh bring me what man. I need How oh I do man. it, dog. I read, 24-7, you 360 degrees
2: What's that?
3: Gotta Breathe to cut cost of customer acquisition Gotta cut the cost of my customer acquisition Gotta cut the cost of my customer acquisition Gotta do oh. Cost of a customer acquisition, gotta, gotta, do do my customer acquisition. gotta cut the cost Oh, uh, I gotta cut the cost. Cut the cost. I gotta cut the cost. Cut the cost. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. Uh, I gotta cut wh- the cost. I gotta cut the cost. Oh. I gotta cut the cost. I gotta cut the cost. Oh. I got cut the cost. Okay. I gotta cut the cost. What? I gotta cut the cost. Ooh. I got I gotta cut the cost. Okay.
0: Part one of Chapter Ten of Book One of the Wealth of Nations. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Stephen Escalera. The Wealth of Nations by Adam Smith. Part one of Chapter Ten of Book One of Wages and Profit in the Different Employments of Labour and Stock. The whole of the advantages and disadvantages of the different employments of labor and stock must, in the same neighborhood, be either perfectly equal, or continually tending to equality. If, in the same neighborhood, there was any employment evidently either more or less advantageous than the rest, so many people would crowd into it in the one case, and so many would desert it in the other, that its advantages would soon return to the level of other employments. This, at least, would be the case in a society where things were left to follow their natural course, where there was perfect liberty, and where every man was perfectly free, both to choose what occupation he thought proper, and to change it as often as he thought proper. Every man's interest would prompt him to seek the advantageous, and to shun the disadvantageous employment. Pecuniary wages and profit, indeed, are everywhere in Europe extremely different. This difference arises partly from certain circumstances in the employments themselves which, either really, or at least in the imagination of men, make up for a small pecuniary gain in some, and counterbalance a great one in others, and partly from the policy of Europe, which nowhere leaves things at perfect liberty. The particular consideration of those circumstances, and of that policy, will divide this chapter into two parts. Part one: Inequalities Arising from the Nature of the Employments Themselves Circumstances which, so far as I have been able to observe, make up for a small pecuniary gain in some employments and counterbalance a great one in others. First, the agreeableness or disagreeableness of the employments themselves. Secondly, the easiness and cheapness, or the difficulty and expense of learning them. Thirdly, the constancy or inconstancy of employment in them. Fourthly, the small or great trust which must be reposed in those who exercise them. And fifthly, the probability or improbability of success in them first the wages of labor vary with the ease or hardship the cleanliness or dirtiness the honorableness or dishonorableness of the employment
2: oh oh what what yeah okay Multiple buckets of money Make yeah. a decision, fool uh, Being real about uh, this business okay, Disregard okay, what you uh, think uh, looks cool Dumb is always trying to do ooh, Pull up when I make ooh. your room and yeah. Cut like, a wire from a penis spool. Uh, Calculated everything already So go ahead and make it move You know me, man, I've been in the groove Make your right. move. do whatever you behoove uh, Scrum uh, master, uh, swagging on the seat Use uh, only uh, Linux okay. What I use that Windows always acting goofy yeah. Terminal only Ain't no gooey Black. Pull up, pull up, pull up They like who's he? Got a team okay. of lawyers defending period You and pursue me Talking about broke subject Nine times man, out of man, ten go You gon' go lose man. me In that mode He was us in some toes But next and place in foes
5: only using Linux ain't no GoI only using Linux ain't no GoI only using Linux ain't no we only using Linux ain't no GoI only using Linux only using Linux I'm 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 only using Linux. 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 I'm only using I'm on am I'm, I'm only using Linux. What?
7: Chapter 21 of The Science of Being Great by Wallace D. Wattles. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. A mental exercise. The purpose of mental exercises must not be misunderstood. There is no virtue in charms or formulated strings of words. There is no shortcut to development by repeating prayers or incantations. A mental exercise is an exercise not in repeating words, but in the thinking of certain thoughts. The phrases that we repeatedly hear become convictions, as Goethe says, and the thoughts that we repeatedly think become habitual and make us what we are. The purpose in taking a mental exercise is that you may think certain thoughts repeatedly until you form a habit of thinking them. Then they will be your thoughts all the time. Taken in the right way and with an understanding of their purpose, mental exercises are of great value. But taken as most people take them, they are worse than useless. The thoughts embodied in the following exercise are the ones you want to think. You should take the exercise once or twice daily but you should think the thoughts continuously. That is, do not think them twice a day for a stated time, and then forget them until it is time to take the exercise again. The exercise is to impress you with the material for continuous thought. Take a time when you can have from twenty minutes to half an hour secure from interruption, and proceed first to make yourself physically comfortable. Lie at ease in a Morris chair, or on a couch, or in bed. It is best to lie flat on your back. If you have no other time, take the exercise on going to bed at night and before rising in the morning. First let your attention travel over your body from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, relaxing every muscle as you go. Relax completely. And next, get physical and other ills off your mind. Let the attention pass down the spinal cord and out over the nerves to the extremities and as you do so, think. My nerves are in perfect order all over my body. They obey my will, and I have great nerve force. Next, bring your attention to the lungs and think. I am breathing deeply and quietly, and the air goes into every cell of my lungs, which are in perfect condition. My blood is purified and made clean. Next, to the heart. My heart is beating strongly and steadily, and my circulation is perfect, even to the extremities. Next to the digestive system
1: seven, make
7: a splash
1: mister Python
2: programmer keep it in a trunk whammer whimmer whimmer Make a suck of stutter and stammer. Mr. Python Programmer,
1: uh. I
2: keep it in the trunk. M-S-A-Z-N-D-A, split a pen test to find fuck Will uh. I ever fold Nope. Yeah. Diminishing haters host. Smoothly, who's he cleaner than soap? Keeping balance like tight ropes, ooh onto one Linux, so I ain't broke. I ain't gotta sell dope. Just command line bash codes. Going off. You know you so soft. more plays then Randy Moss from game day 99. Going hard like all the time. Close my eyes, all I see is G edit lines. On the grind all the time, Roseberry for the alpha pie. Need
5: on the scene as I'm cooking green. Busters broke like, they ain't slings My cell phone rings, another code to SSH To the team Check the UTC as I administer work overseas Can we scan, what's the plan In your system like, blam Fix the logs, can we scram? Oh man, um, going ham, kind of like cold cuts on potato buns. Swing it and you missed, okay. dog. Take that punch, okay, if you lunge. Okay. Wrecking flows, okay, just okay, for fun. Ice okay. bright like the sun. Let's shoot the fade. We can go two to one. Um, solo son, I'm the one that can handle yeah. the fist, the cut, square fifty two jab, and I hate I ain't enough.
2: Mr. Python programmer, Mr. Python programmer, Mr. Python programmer, yeah. Mr. Python programmer, Mr. Python programmer, yeah, yeah. Keep it in the trunk warmer, keep it in the trunk warmer, keep it in the trunk warmer.
12: Introduction to the Meditations of Marcus Aurelius This is a Librivox recording. All Librivox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit Librivox.org. Recording by Shane Greener. The Meditations of Marcus Aurelius by Marcus Aurelius Antoninus, translated by George Long. Introduction. Marcus Arnius Verus was born in Rome in AD one hundred and twenty one and assumed the name of Marcus Aurelius Antoninus, by which he is known to history on his adoption by the Emperor T. Aurelius Antoninus. He succeeded to the imperial throne in 161, and ruled till his death in 180. His reign, though marked by justice and moderation at home, was troubled by constant warfare on the frontiers of the empire, and Aurelius spent much of his later years in the uncongenial task of commanding armies that no longer proved irresistible against the barbarian hordes. Emma Aurelius was educated by the orator, Fronto, but turned aside from rhetoric to study of the Stoic philosophy, of which he was the last distinguished representative. The meditations, which he wrote in Greek, are among the most noteworthy expressions of this system and it favorably on its practical side. His own precepts he carried out with singular consistency, and both in his public and his private life, he was in the highest degree conscientious. He and his predecessor are noted as the only Roman emperors who can be said to have ruled with a single eye to the welfare of their subjects. During his reign, Rome was visited by a severe pestilence, and this, with reverses suffered by his armies, threw the populace into a panic and led them to demand the sacrifice of the Christians, whom they regarded as having brought down the anger of the gods. Aurelius seems to have shared the panic, and his record is stained by his sanction of the cruel persecution, This incident in the career of the last and one of the loftiest of the pagan moralists may be regarded as symbolic of the dying effort of heathenism to check the advancing tide of Christianity. The meditations picture with faithfulness the mind and character of this noblest of the emperors. Simple in style and sincere in tone, they record for all time the height reached by pagan aspirations in its effort to solve the problem of conduct. And the essential agreement of his practice with his teaching proved that, even in a palace, life may be led well. End of introduction. Recording by Shane Greenup. Shane Greenup dot blogs.
3: Laces going through my head in one time. Is that crazy. Uh, total market share over gross domestic product is the secret Warren Buffett uses over 100 i am a to useless, cause
2: Everybody is running to it Under 50% what I be focusing on Better yeah. act soon, for the investment is gone Real Hold call. the indicator that I'm big Cause I'm buying a call at the ring of the gong Watch the price just leap like a fraud Disregard oh, negative oh, statements oh, And remove good for nothing Dog yeah. Mitigated risk and all of the laws Buy limits and I do it by
3: reducing costs Oh my goodness, it's I It's They what I do I uh, uh, just uh, like a flu uh, I like okay. so is, okay. flaws frog, okay. flexing, faking, okay. okay. thinking they never show it. Lonely, it's lonely. like
2: the okay. no other day, change up, light leaves change colors. Speed little a smother. While they wonder how could they have never met another. Instead I stutter, slicker than butter, sharper than box cutters. Rose up from the gutter. This on my mother, never knew my brother. Square sheets and I'm steady out here doing numbers, buying parts and flipping with all the lumber. Tax, clean, break.
3: Total market share, over gross domestic product is the secret Warren Buffett uses over one hundred I'm accounting, useless dust everybody is running to it Under fifty percent, what I be voting go
8: a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Moira Fogarty. The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Translated by Lionel Giles. Part 7. Maneuvering. Sun Tzu said, In war, the General receives his commands from the Sovereign. Having collected an army and concentrated his forces, he must blend and harmonize the different elements thereof before pitching his camp. After that comes tactical maneuvering, than which there is nothing more difficult. The difficulty of tactical maneuvering consists in turning the devious into the direct and misfortune into gain. Thus, to take a long and circuitous route, after enticing the enemy out of the way, and those starting after him, to contrive to reach the goal before him, shows knowledge of the artifice of deviation. Maneuvering with an army is advantageous, with an undisciplined multitude most dangerous. If you set a fully equipped army in March in order to snatch an advantage, the chances are that you will be too late. On the other hand, to detach a flying column for the purpose involves the sacrifice of its baggage and stores. Thus, if you order your men to roll up their buff coats and make forced marches without halting day or night, covering double the usual distance at a stretch, doing a hundredly in order to rest an advantage, the leaders of all your three divisions will fall into the hands of the enemy. The stronger men will be in front, the jaded ones will fall behind and on this plan, only one-tenth of your army will reach its destination. If you march 50 Lee in order to outmaneuver the enemy, you will lose the leader of your first division, and only half your force will reach the goal. If you march 30 Lee with the same object, two-thirds of your army will arrive. We may take it then that an army without its baggage train is lost. Without provisions, it is lost. Without bases of supply, it is lost. We cannot enter into alliances until we are acquainted with the designs of our neighbors. We are not fit to lead an army on the march unless we are familiar with the face of the country, its mountains and forests, its pitfalls and precipices, its marshes and swamps.
11: We shall be unable to turn natural advantage to account unless we may... Chapter 19 of Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius, Book 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rita Butros. Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius, Book Two, Niccolo Machiavelli, translation by Ninian Hill Thompson. Chapter 19 that acquisitions made by ill-governed states and such as follow, not the valiant methods of the Romans, tend rather to their ruin than to their aggrandizement. To these false opinions, founded on the pernicious example first set by the present corrupt age, we owe it that no man thinks of departing from the methods which are in use. It had been impossible, for instance, some thirty years ago, to persuade an Italian that ten thousand foot soldiers could, on plain ground, attack ten thousand cavalry together with an equal number of infantry, and not merely attack, but defeat them as we saw done by the swiss at that battle of Novara, to which i have already referred so often for although history abounds in similar examples none would have believed them or believing them would have said that nowadays men are so much better armed that a squadron of cavalry could shatter a rock to say nothing of a column of infantry With such false pleas would they have belied their judgment, taking no account that with a very scant force of foot-soldiers Loculus routed a hundred and fifty thousand of the cavalry of Tigranus, among whom were a body of horsemen very nearly resembling our own men-at-arms. Now, however, this error is demonstrated by the example of the northern nations." And, since what history teaches us as to the superiority of foot-soldiers is thus proved to be true, men ought likewise to believe that the other methods practiced by the ancients are in like manner salutary and useful, and were this once accepted, both princes and commonwealths would make fewer blunders than they do, would be stronger to resist sudden attack, and would no longer place their sole hope of safety in flight, while those who take
6: Chapter 1 of The Art of Money Getting. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jill Preston. The Art of Money Getting by P.T. Barnum. Chapter 1 Don't mistake your vocation. The safest plan and the one most sure of success for the young man starting in life is to select the vocation which is most congenial to his tastes. Parents and guardians are often quite too negligent in regard to this. It's very common for a father to say, for example, I have five boys, I will make Billy a clergyman, John a lawyer. Tom a doctor and Dick a farmer. He then goes into town and looks about to see what he will do with Sammy. He returns home and says, Sammy, I see watchmaking is a nice genteel business. I think I will make you a goldsmith. He does this, regardless of Sam's natural inclinations or genius. We are all, no doubt, born for a wise purpose. There is as much diversity in our brains. As in our countenances, some are born natural mechanics, while some have great aversion to machinery. Let a dozen boys of ten years get together and you will soon observe two or three are whittling out some ingenious device, working with locks or complicated machinery. When they were but five years old, their father could find no toy to please them like a puzzle. They are natural mechanics but the other eight or nine boys have different aptitudes. I belong to the latter class. I never had the slightest love for mechanism. On the contrary, I have a sort of abhorrence for complicated machinery. I never had ingenuity enough to whittle a cider tap so it would not leak. I never could make a pen that I could write with or understand the principle of a steam engine. If a man was to take such a boy as I was and attempt to make a watchmaker of him, The boy might, after an apprenticeship of five or seven years, be able to take apart and put together a watch. But all through life he would be working uphill and seizing every excuse.
13: Book Four of The Art of War by Niccolo Machiavelli, translated by Henry Neville. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Clive Catterall. Book Four Luigi said. Since an engagement has been won so honorably under my rule, I think it is well if I do not tempt fortune further, knowing how changeable and unstable it is. And therefore, I desire to resign my speakership, and that, wanting to follow the order that belongs to the youngest, Zenobi now assume this office of questioning. And I know he will not refuse this honor, or we would rather say this hard work, as much in order to give pleasure as also because he is naturally more courageous than I nor should he be afraid to enter into these labours, where he can thus be overcome, as he can overcome. Zunobi said, I intend to stay where you put me, even though I would more willingly stay to listen, because up to now I am more satisfied with your questions than those which occurred to me in listening to your discussions pleased me. But I believe it is well, lords, since you have time left, and have patience, we do not annoy you with these ceremonies of ours. Fabrizio said, would rather you give me pleasure, because this change of questioners makes me know the various geniuses and your various desires. Is there anything remaining of the matter discussed which you think should be added? Zenobi said, there are two things I desire before we pass on to another part. The one is that you would show me if there is another form of organizing the army which may occur to you. The other, what considerations ought a captain have before going to battle? And if some accident should arise concerning it, what remedies can be made? Fabrizio said, I will make an effort to satisfy you. I will not reply to your questions in detail. For when I answer one, often it will also answer another. I have told you that I proposed a form for the army which should fill all the requirements according to the nature of the enemy and the site, because in this case one proceeds according to the site and the enemy. But note this, that there is no greater peril than to overextend the front of your army, unless you have a very large and very brave army. Otherwise, you have to make it rather wide and of short length than of long length and very narrow. For when you have a small force compared to the enemy, you ought to seek other remedies. For
7: Chapter 4 of the Science of Being Great by Wallace D. Wattles. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Mind of God. There is a cosmic intelligence that is in all things and through all things. This is the one real substance. From it all things proceed. It is intelligent substance or mind stuff. It is God. Where there is no substance there can be no intelligence, for where there is no substance there is nothing. Where there is thought there must be a substance which thinks. Thought cannot be a function, for function is motion, and it is unconceivable that mere motion should think. Thought cannot be vibration, for vibration is motion, and that motion should be intelligent is not thinkable. Motion is nothing but the moving of substance. If there be intelligence shown, it must be in the substance and not in the motion. Thought cannot be the result of motions in the brain. If thought is in the brain, it must be in the brain's substance and not in the motions which brain substance makes. Thought is not in the brain substance, for brain substance, without life, is quite unintelligent and dead. Thought is in the life principle that animates the brain, in the spirit substance, which is the real man. The brain does not think. The man thinks and expresses his thought through the brain. There is a spirit substance that thinks. Just as the spirit substance of man permeates his body and thinks and knows in the body, so the original spirit substance, God, permeates all nature and things and knows in nature. Nature is as intelligent as man, and knows more than man. Nature knows all things. The all mind has been in touch with all things from the beginning, and it contains all knowledge. Man's experience covers a few things, and these things man knows. But God's experience covers all the things that have happened since the creation. From the wreck of a planet or the passing of a comet to the fall of a sparrow all that is and all that has been are present in the intelligence that is wrapped about us and enfolds us and presses upon us from every side all the encyclopedias men have written are but trivial affairs compared to the vast knowledge held by the mind in which men live move and have their being the truths men perceive by inspiration are thoughts held in this mind if they were Chapter 13 of The Science of Being Great by Wallace D. Wattles This LibriVox recording is in the public domain Thought Greatness is only attained by the constant thing By what you read, but by what you think about what you read. Thinking is the hardest and most exhausting of all labor, and hence many people shrink from it. God has so formed us that we are continuously. Empowered Thinking, not mere knowledge or information, makes personality. Thinking is growth. You cannot think without growing. Every thought engender...
5: Rename, space, single quote, S, backslash, space, backsplash, underscore, backslash, G, single quote, space, stars. Rename, space, remove.
3: The space is from the files, and the directors uh.
2: The more,
3: the space is from the files this the, the Python programmer, keep it in the trunk Gramma, make a sucker, stutter, and stymmer low cold,
1: making more hits than some hammers Hit scammers with the Wi-Fi jammers Swung through gas in Alabama Wi-Fi cameras for
2: those who act more yellow than banana peels. What's the deal on Hulu? I'm out here still watching SHIELD, increase my guilt. focus on the field. Swung through swine, berry interior orange pill. Through your hood, ripping wheels as a deal. Pockets, fat like seals. I'm by my lonesome, cause you know I don't squeal. Stayin' ten toes down, make a lame hater, heel. They couldn't jill, could care less, how you feel, practice, at the range still, but I don't steal, smoothly, prepping my meals, check the logo, it's the seal, MSA, and the NDAs for the pen test, define pocket scopes, will I ever fold, no, the diminishing the haters' hopes, smoothly, who's he, I'm, cleaner than a part of soap. Keep it balanced like tight ropes on, on the Linux, I ain't broke I ain't gotta sell dope Just command line, bash codes Going off, oh, you know you so soft Mode plays, then Randy Moss from game day 99 Going hard, all the time, closing my eyes C and G, edit lines, on the grind all the time Rose, married for the alpha, mean on the scene, as I'm cooking green Busters, bro, like they in slings My cell phone rings, another code to SSH to the team Check the UTC, as I
3: administer work to the administer work overseas Remove
1: the spaces from the files in the directory
3: oh, yeah. Remove the spaces from the brows of the double breaking reed. Remove the spaces from the brows of the double breaking reed. Remove the spaces from the brows of the double breaking reed. Remove Read name, space, single quote. S, backslash, space,
2: backslash, underscore, backslash, G, single quote, space star.
3: <laughs> Just had a patch on the Chromebook. Oh. Is that your password? No. It's a strong dog, let me take a look.
5: M, Matt Tat, little S big P, yo, I P so try me, please fingerprint recon flow, call it this a recon. Double less, no stress Get pen tested By the best Running oh. up checks Diminishing the best Persistent oh. threats Could care less Ain't oh. tryna impress the best Weird looking fast Staying in the scope oh. So there's never a rest oh. But I barely get rest Up, but For the sun Still trading for X Bowling to hands On my screen 89 period ATR Running through it, goes and say I went too far I don't play About the way I'm a to increase my pay any day, I can turn the sun in new, new rain. So, y'all haters, y'all can stay mundane, getting changed for mitigating risk from kill chains and map scan all your IP range.
2: I'll keep you on your toes, but I still bet that you won't swing PNC and get residual. But people need to ride, so I stay in your base. When you see me, it's time to decide should I buy a plaza or should I let it ride?
5: I don't know, but it's mad land outside I already could afford it, but the question is Do I want a two-in-hole in the petrified boards Keeping money flows in orbit TV screens fall in the Uber watching orbit Don't interrupt me when I'm recording Smoothly belly rocking Jordans Doing things that's way more important Google see my name and it's always corporate Saw the 10 cube, off the dead, hold it, then absorb it yeah, tech, little s, big, p I think so try me, try me Double S, no stress, get pen tested, by the best Running up checks, diminishing the best, persistent threats Could care less, ain't trying to impress the best Weird looking best, staying in the scope so there's never a rest But I barely get rest, up, but for the sun, still trading for X.
2: Dessert. microphone put a burble Leaving haters feeling hurt keep the knowledge on how the damage lurk H double T P us me see from one into end, end purpose just collision I D S ports on my low never through all the fault. yeah you might bought the path but I built a job Through the ports
5: Get cloned, latest recon board. Just put bounties for the outdoors. Checking on the time score. Just dot slash to get on the tour. Caption blast, man, I gotta get more. So sanitize your input. Watch what you put in your header. think
11: of Just
5: bigger. God.
6: Introduction to the Art of Money-Getting This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jill Preston. The Art of Money Getting by P.T. Barnum. Introduction In the United States, where we have more land than people, It is not at all difficult for persons in good health to make money. In this comparatively new field there are so many avenues of success open, so many vocations which are not crowded, that any person of either sex who is willing, at least for the time being, to engage in any respectable occupation that offers, may find lucrative employment. Those who really desire to attain an independence have only to set their minds upon it and adopt the proper means as they do in regard to any other object which they wish to accomplish, and the thing is easily done. But, however easy it may be found to make money, I have no doubt many of my hearers will agree it is the most difficult thing in the world to keep it. The road to wealth is, as Dr. Franklin truly says, as plain as the road to the mill." It consists simply in expending less than we earn. That seems to be a very simple problem. Mr. Mickerber, one of those happy creations of the genial Dickens, puts the case in a strong light when he says that to have annual income of 20 pounds per annum and spend 20 pounds and sixpence is to be the most miserable of men, whereas to have an income of only 20 pounds and spend but 19 pounds and sixpence is to be the happiest of mortals many of my readers may say we understand this this is economy and we know economy is wealth we know we can't eat our cake and keep it also yet i beg to say that perhaps more cases of failure arise from mistakes on this point than almost any other the fact is many people think they understand economy when they really do not True economy is misapprehended, and people go through life without properly comprehending what that principle is. Chapter 17 of The Art of Money Getting. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jill Preston. The Art of Money Getting by P.T. Barnum Chapter 17 Be Polite and Kind to Your Customers Politeness and civility are the best capital ever invested in business. Large stores, guilt signs, flaming advertisements will all prove unavailing if you or your employees treat your patrons abruptly. The truth is, the more kind and liberal a man is, the more generous will be the patronage bestowed upon him. Like begets like. The man who gives the greatest amount of goods of a corresponding quality for the least sum, still reserving for himself a profit, will generally succeed best in the long run. This brings us to the golden rule. As ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them. And they will do better by you, than if ye always treated them, as if you wanted to get the most you could out of them for the least return. Men who drive sharp bargains with their customers, acting as if they never expected to see them again, will not be mistaken. They will never see them again as customers. People don't like to pay and get kicked also. One of the ushers in my museum once told me he intended to whip a man who was in the lecture room as soon as he came out. What for? I inquired because he said i was no gentleman replied the usher never mind i replied he pays for that and you will not convince him you are a gentleman by whipping him i cannot afford to lose a customer if you whip him he will never visit the museum again and he will induce friends to go with him to other places of amusement instead of this and thus you see i should be a serious loser But he insulted me, muttered the usher. Exactly, I replied. And if he owned the museum, and you had paid him for the privilege of visiting it, and he had then insulted you, there might be some reason in your resenting it. But in this instance, he is the man who pays while we receive, and you must, therefore, put up with his bad manners. My usher... Chapter 1 of The Art of Money Getting this is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jill Preston. The Art of Money Getting by P. T. Barnum. Chapter 1. Don't Mistake Your Vocation. The safest plan And the one most sure of success for the young man starting in life is to select the vocation which is most congenial to his tastes. Parents and guardians are often quite too negligent in regard to this. It's very common for a father to say, for example, I have five boys. I will make Billy a clergyman, John a lawyer, Tom a doctor, and Dick a farmer. He then goes into town and looks about to see what he will do with Sammy. He returns home and says, Sammy, I see watchmaking is a nice genteel business. I think I will make you a goldsmith. He does this, regardless of Sam's natural inclinations or genius. We are all, no doubt, born for a wise purpose. There is as much diversity in our brains as in our countenances. Some are born natural mechanics while some have great aversion to machinery. Let a dozen boys of ten years get together, and you will soon observe two or three are whittling out some ingenious device, working with locks or complicated machinery. When they were but five years old, their father could find no toy to please them like a puzzle. They are natural mechanics, but the other eight or nine boys have different aptitudes. I belong to the latter class, I never had the slightest love for mechanism. On the contrary, I have a sort of abhorrence for complicated machinery. I never had ingenuity enough to whittle a cider tap so it would not leak. I never could make a pen that I could write with, or understand the principle of a steam engine. If a man was to take such a boy as I was, and attempt to make a watchmaker of him, the boy might, after an apprenticeship of five or seven years, be able to take a part and put together a watch. But all through life he would be working uphill, and seizing every excuse.
4: Chapter 9 of Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius. Book 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jennifer Painter. Discourses on the first decade of Titus Livius, book two, by Niccolo Machiavelli, translated by Ninian Hill Thompson. Chapter nine of the causes which commonly give rise to wars between states. The occasion which led to war between the Romans and Samnites, who for long had been in league with one another, is of common occurrence in all powerful states being either brought about by accident, or else purposely contrived by someone who would set war afoot. As between the Romans and the Samnites, the occasion of war was accidental, for in making war upon the Sidicinians and afterwards on the Campanians, the Samnites had no thought of involving themselves with the Romans. But the Campanians being overpowered, and contrary to the expectation of Romans and Samnites alike resorting to Rome for aid, the Romans, on whose protection they threw themselves, were forced to succour them as dependents, and to accept a war which, it seemed to them, they could not with honour decline. For though they might have thought it unreasonable to be called on to defend the Campanians as friends against their own friends, the Samnites, it seemed to them shameful not to defend them as subjects or as a people who have placed themselves under their protection. For they reasoned that to decline their defence would close the gate against all others who at any future time might desire to submit themselves to their power. And, accordingly, since glory and empire and not peace were the ends which they always had in view. Became impossible for them to refuse this protectorship. A similar circumstance gave rise to the first war with the Carthaginians, namely, the protectorate assumed by the Romans of the citizens of Messina in Sicily, and this likewise came about by chance. But the second war with.
7: Chapter 21 of The Science of Being Great by Wallace D. Wattles. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. A mental exercise. The purpose of mental exercises must not be misunderstood. There is no virtue in charms or formulated strings of words. There is no shortcut to development by repeating prayers or incantations. A mental exercise is an exercise not in repeating words, but in the thinking of certain thoughts. The phrases that we repeatedly hear become convictions, as Goethe says and the thoughts that we repeatedly think become habitual and make us what we are. The purpose in taking a mental exercise is that you may think certain thoughts repeatedly until you form a habit of thinking them. Then they will be your thoughts all the time. Taken in the right way and with an understanding of their purpose, mental exercises are of great value. But taken as most people take them, they are worse than useless. The thoughts embodied in the following exercise are the ones you want to think. You should take the exercise once or twice daily, but you should think the thoughts continuously. That is, do not think them twice a day for a stated time and then forget them until it is time to take the exercise again. The exercise is to impress you with the material for continuous thought. Take a time when you can have from ten, to 10 minutes to half an hour secure from interruption and proceed first to make yourself physically comfortable. Lie at ease in a Morris chair, or on a couch, or in bed. It is best to lie flat on your back. If you have no other time, take the exercise and going to bed at night and before rising in the morning. First let your attention travel over your body from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, relaxing every muscle as you go. Relax completely. And next, get physical and other ills off your mind. Let the attention pass down the spinal cord and out over the nerves to the extremities, and as you do so, think. My nerves are in perfect order all over my body. They obey my will, and I have great nerve force. Next bring your attention to the lungs and think. I am breathing deeply and quietly, and the air goes into every cell of my lungs, which are in perfect condition. My blood is purified and made clean. Next to the heart. My heart is beating strongly and steadily, and my circulation is perfect, even to the extremities. Next to the digestive system Chapter 5 of The Science of Being Great By Wallace T. Wattles This LibriVox recording is in the public domain Preparation Draw nigh to God, and He will draw nigh to you. If you become like God, Find the inspirational perception of truth impossible. You can never become a great man. above financial and physical anxiety and worry. You must rise above moral evil doing as well. Sound your inner consciousness now for the motives that actuate you and make sure they are right. You must cast out lust and cease to be ruled by appetite and you must begin to govern appetite. You must eat only to satisfy hunger, never for gluttonous pleasure. And in all things you must make the flesh obey the spirit. You must lay aside greed, Have no unworthy motive in your desire to become rich. Chapter 17 of the Science of Being Great by Wallace D. Wattles. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. More about thought. Give place here to some further consideration of thought. You will never become great until your own thoughts make you great, and therefore it is of the first importance that you should think. You will never do great things in the external world until you think great things in the eternal world and you will never think great things until you think about truth about the verities to think great things you must be absolutely sincere and to be sincere you must know that your intentions are right insincere